This is episode 222 of How About That Cigar, recorded live at the Corona Cigar Studio. We have Brett J. on the show for another edition of our Hidden Gem series to talk about tobaccology and some other industry topics. Please take a minute to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode. Now on with the show. Corona Cigar Company is your one-stop shop for all your cigar needs. Whether that's a brand new humidor, a box of those new cigars you've been waiting for, a top-of-the-line cutter or lighter, a place to enjoy the finest cigars and spirits with friends, or the only cigars grown right here in the Sunshine State, we've got you covered. Come visit one of our retail locations for the ultimate cigar experience. Visit us online at coronacigar.com. How about that cigar? Well, how about that cigar? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Corona Cigar Studios for episode 222 of How About That Cigar Live. Thank you so much for watching live on Facebook, live on YouTube. And for those of you listening after the fact on the audio podcast, guys, thank you so much for making How About That Cigar a part of your regular audio podcast rotation. And what a beautiful night we have here in Minnesota. It's actually it's wonderful outside. I mean, it's a, we, we may even open the big door. Ooh. I don't know. I didn't know. It's a little too mm, I got my that. jacket over here, but <laughs> yeah, we can do it. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, guys, take just a minute and share us out with your favorite Facebook cigar groups. Let everybody know that we are live. Join us in the comments, too. As always, let us know what you're smoking. Let us know what you're drinking. And uh, it's going to be a cool night. I'm excited for this. So am I. This is going to be good. I got a wonderful friend coming on. Yeah. It's kind of good looking like myself. but Yeah, right on. First of all, before we start talking sports, yeah. how about we bring in our fabulous producer? Absolutely. Justy Smokes. Absolutely. Uh, I put the, an S on that because you're so super. Super. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What's going on, guys? What's up, bro? You know, it's uh, life is good. Yeah. Life is just good. Life's busy, but it's good. It's good to be busy. Yes. I'd yes. rather be busy than yes. not be. Life is good if you're a Viking fan. <laughs> you had to just, just get, you just went right to it, you didn't right you? To it. That's the only back. thing I'm negative on is, it's, is when it comes to the Green Bay Packers losing and Minnesota Vikings winning. Yeah. But my Jets lost too. What about? Yeah, I was, was going to say. I mean, if you're going to if you're going to be that way about it, how about your Jets? How'd they do? <laughs> how about them Jets? <laughs> it was like a baseball score, six to nine or some shit like that. Yeah, that God, was terrible. Uh, killing me. Yeah, the, the, the Packers. The pa The thing about the Packers game was it was actually a, it was a good game. It was competitive, but they just the defense. Oh my God, the, the Green Bay defense is just. The the offense is starting to put some things together. Mm -hmm. Finally, Jordan Love is starting to actually like put the ball where it's supposed to be, and he seems like he's getting his head around him a little bit. But the defense is just—I mean—they give up more <laughs> third downs than anybody else in the NFL. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, so they got a—they got a lot of work to do. But and, and Minnesota mm -hmm. has the Rocket Man though. So well, the the Vikings game that was like two in a row for the Vikings having super entertaining games to watch. And yeah. you know the, they came out with the victory. the The Jets looked terrible. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, but they just really looked bad. I think, honestly, I think Michigan could beat them right now. <laughs> I think Michigan could beat them, even even without the coach, even yes. with the coach being suspended. I want to thank everybody from uh, Cigar 2.0 that's showing up tonight. Oh yeah, appreciate you guys jumping in here. 
Absolutely. Um, should we get uh, the bald-headed, bearded wonder on? You know, I think we really we really have to, definitely. I think so. Uh, so, guys, we're going to bring on our special guest of the evening. And as always, special guests on How About That Cigar Live brought to us by our friends at Drew Estate. And this is a big one, guys. Drew Estate originally introduced Chateau Real in 2007. Not long after the launch, the cigar brand mysteriously disappeared Ooh. and became that only... Uh, of folklore, legend, and controversy. Now, Chateau Real makes a triumphant return exclusively at Drew Diplomat Digital Retailers, a luxurious blend crafted to highlight the cigar's Connecticut shade forward flavor. Its balanced, well-aged Nicaraguan binder and filler tobaccos are wrapped in a beautiful Connecticut shade wrapper leaf. This cigar will be available in Robusto, Toro, and Churchill only at Drew Diplomat Online Premium Cigar Retailers, presented in 20-count boxes. For more information, please visit DrewEstate.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, if you would, please, without further ado, put your hands put together. Put your hands together. Welcome from Tobacology, Brett J. Welcome to How About That Cigar Live. Did you hear how he said that? Go ahead. Yeah. Write him up about that. Light one. You up. No, it's, listen, when you create things, Stuff like that happens, man. <laughs> so Just pronunciation. He lit me up for, uh, you don't say it that way. Say it the right way. God damn it. So how do you say it, Ro? I still can't say it. <laughs> <laughs> Tobacology. There we go. So, tonight we are talking about this beautiful thing called uh, the Halligan. Yeah. That um, Mr. Brett J. worked with Steve Saka. On getting it for those hose toters in your life, hose toters. Uh, I, I worked on it in Saka. We trust Saka did everything. <laughs> I just marketed, baby. I'm just a marketer. <laughs> so, Brett, why don't you, uh, for those that don't know you that are on the show tonight, tell us a little bit about yourself, um, how you got into cigars, and how you started your business. Yeah, and and, and what was your first cigar experience like? Because I'm curious about that. Ooh. Yeah. Um, you know, I probably I don't even know if I have one of those okay. origin stories as far as your first cigar. Uh, I, I'll tell you this. There was a moment in life we were uh, in Iraq. We're at a base and we were uh, just sitting in the corner smoking cigars and uh, was looking at the stars with night vision goggles. Someone cracked a joke and I forgot where I was. And for me, that would be kind of the origin story of when I realized like, man, that was a, uh, it was a moment of high stress and high anxiety that was, uh, taking you to a different place, so to speak, uh, do the relaxation. And that's kind of when I fell in love with what it, what it means. Obviously I didn't act on it for several years. I became a recruiter, things like that. But when I was ready, it, uh, was a, a good soiree and, uh, opening the shop. Oh, well, thank you for your service, Brett. Yeah. Definitely. yeah. <laughs> so, um, I already started, lighting this one up but my friend matt here is going to do the <laughs> toast cam for our wonderful sponsor steve Saka and the sasquatch Ooh. and i'm going to move this halligan off this table because <laughs> it's really heavy oh there's so much stuff going on tonight on the table i mean yeah. we got uh we got the Saka squatch 
And we got the Halligan and all kinds of stuff going on. Today. Mystery, a big old party going on. Mystery bourbon. We have a couple people, <laughs> a couple guests here tonight. Hello, gentlemen. Yeah, we got John. We got Dax live here in the studio with us, gentlemen. Thanks for being uh, being in the studio. All right. Uh, so let's uh, let's get this cigar fired up on the Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust Toast Cam. When lighting your cigar, it's important to be patient, pay close attention to detail, and focus on the tobacco. In the same way, Steve Saka brings those same qualities to the ultra-premium cigars of Dunbarton Tobacco & Trust. Patience, close attention, and focus on the tobacco are the qualities that Saka and Dunbarton Tobacco & Trust have become known for. From Sober Mesa to Umbagog, Dunbarton has a blend that will fit your palate, your mood, and any occasion. Visit DunbartonCigars.com to learn more. And see, I, you couldn't even see my lips move when I, know, when I read so, it. You know, yeah. it's, it's gotten better as we age. So, Brett, tell us, yeah. you have now, what, five, seven cigar uh, cigars for tobaccology? Oh, yeah, we got a few house cigars. House cigars, um, thank you. Yeah, well, you know, the, some are different, right? So, in in my travels, I've really come up and kind of narrowed it down to there's three types of house cigars, right? Um, and I, there's a, a margin cigar, which is usually unbanded, and it's usually three or, you know, five for the price of three. Uh, there's what I call relationships house cigars. And then I think there's palette house cigars. I think a lot of people want to be the last one, but I think there's maybe a few that might fall into that category, right? Dion from Illusion. Uh, Pete, when he worked for a shop, which developed into something more, Paul Grammarian, right? There's several people that, that do this exceptionally well. They're in that palate stage. The, the rest are it's either a margin unbanded cigar or like how we started was relationship house cigar. And that's where folks help you. And they, they, they want you to succeed. And they obviously want to get their name out there too. And they help you put something together. So we have several where relationship house cigars where people have helped us, uh, get our name and 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 have some fun doing it uh with some fun quippy marketing and tell us those friends oh, and tell us those yeah. i mean tobaccoology by oscar yeah right and then you have uh the folks over at uh la Polina, which have helped with some aj fernandez stuff you have that's tobaccoology by oscar uh that's the that's the initial that's the baby that oh, one's so quick wonderful <laughs> i love that cigar. A wonderful cigar um and uh, there's you know, the newest one for tobaccoology by uh, Claudio, uh, Claudio Sirogi, who anybody knows used to be with Mombacho Retier Volcan, uh, one, one time president of Nicaraguan Scar Association. It's just good people. Tell us about the Halligan, how this came about, how the story came about, how you, so, how you talk Stephen to it. Yeah, I talk Stephen to it. Ronnie, <laughs> Ronnie talks Stephen to it. Uh, you know, I've, I've always been a fan of what steve's put out um i've enjoyed a, a lot of things some are not my preference of, of what to smoke right i'm not a totus los dias guy uh, some some people love it it's just not for me i'm um, not saying that i'm only a brulee guy but i love the nuances that he's able to bring out and i think he really genuinely gives it the best uh that he has as far as blending goes um, for me, it was just support of the company and it was really seeing who those companies support because when you support a company by selling their cigars and you have, you, you can move cigars because you have several locations, it really becomes a part of who's in their community. 
So I started looking at who's in the Dunbarton community uh, from the other stores they do exclusive with, right? Uh, Small Batch, Ronnie at Secreto, and boys up at Rockies. And you just kind of buy in, right? That's what we ask for people to do with the shop is I want you to be a part of the community. So when I'm going to support a brand, I want to do the same. And you look at who that has he done those for and you support them. And, and, you know, for me, it was buying the U-boat and doing a video where I'm playing Battleship and, you know, some, smoking the U-boat. It's just being funny. It's adding your little touch to help them uh, succeed. And, and that stuff gets noticed. And it, it got noticed and, and it got brought to me. And, and I was pumped to move forward, obviously, because it was it's essentially a, a, a genuine gift uh, that uh, you can use to market yourself and, and the company as well as the brand that you already support and are part of the community. How'd you uh, how'd you come up with wanting to be the Halligan? And uh, tell me some of the story about that. When you say, how did you come up with it? We have to go back to how things work at Tobaccology. There's something that we call the flow chart. And the flow chart is essentially, if an idea is proposed by Tobaccology or one of its employees, and it's a good idea, it was my idea. If <laughs> the idea proposed was bad, or maybe we don't act on it, maybe we do, and the result is bad, it was definitely one of the employees. So. The halogen was definitely my idea, and it was a great. Uh, that's plumber there on the side. He was, uh, but there, there's a lot of guys that are in this industry that either were formerly part of uh, um, fire firehouses or currently support things like that. And for us, it was a good fit. It was a good fit because there's been a few cigars in the past. I know Asylum did one where they donated some money to some fire halls, but there really wasn't anything that explained what we felt was one of the most important tools of firefighting. So we thought, let's do this. And we've had to pitch the idea because as Steve said himself on this show, a lot of marketing for these comes directly from him. So we had to pitch it and it, we think we did so in a reasonable manner. And I'm glad that he acquiesced to making it happen. And it's a really, really cool thing. And it pays tribute to the boys in red and the women in red. You know what I say that I'm not being, you know, the folks in red. Well, I appreciate it, brother. Um, and I'm appreciating the scars. Tasting pretty good right now. Um, yeah, right off the rip. Yeah. Um, I got to sidetrack real quick. One little thing. So Matt yeah. has the mystery uh, bourbon, and it's actually a sour mash. Yeah. And uh, and Dak has it, too. So what are you thinking, brother? Well, I said before we went live that it, fortunately, it tastes better than it smells. It smells like, I, I believe what I said was, it smells like a dead hooker's asshole. <laughs> but it actually tastes quite nice. It's got a lot of sweetness to it, a lot of depth. Um, the texture is decent. It's not super thick and syrupy like I kind of tend to like, but it's got good texture to it. Um, the color's great. Um, just, just that aroma is no bueno. Um, but... Sour, uh, is it, uh, is it Mictors? No. Okay. Um, Dak, you can post your comment on there, what you think it is. All right. Getting back to you and you are a connoisseur of bourbons also, but you are drinking water tonight. Yeah. 
Yeah. I stopped yeah. at Wendy's on the way here. Didn't get a soda, so I just had to give me a bottle of water. Because so. <laughs> I housed a 10-piece and a uh, couple junior bacons. Uh, oh. Just drinking the water, what's left, you know. Oh. I hear you there. I could. I'm I a could. mayo guy. Are you guys mayo guys? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah some people are not mayo guys. Yeah. See, I'm not there a ketchup guy. I don't like ketchup at all. Good. Yeah. To me, ketchup is only ketchup is only good as an ingredient to make barbecue sauce. That's pretty much uh, the only see, thing I'm I a, use. I'm a Pittsburgh guy. That's Heinz. Heinz oh yeah, 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 yeah. I like mustard. I had White Castle today. Me and one of the Chiefs. I stopped by and oh. grabbed that Halligan. Oh man, we we're had in, White Castle for lunch, and we're in close quarters. Thanks oh, I'm going to light you up too, and I can warning. feel it rumbling and tumbling right now. Thanks so much for the warning, dude. Not cool. It's going to be one of those nights. <laughs> <laughs> So, Brett, let's talk about community and, and what you've built at Tobaccology. Um, I met you about three, four years ago um, at one of your boils, or the boil. Um, tell us about how you build community, and uh, yeah, shoot, let's go. You know, I, I mean, I wish I could take credit, and, and obviously flowchart, it's all a good thing, so it ends up at me. The, the You know, I, I truly believe that if you provide an environment where folks feel safe. I know that sounds weird. I'm not trying to be cliche here, but where they're there, they feel welcome and they have a chance to belong and you, you give, right. It's all it, too many people run a business and it's about taking. And it's, it, it, it's for me, this business is, has been, what can I do to give and provide a place? And I've been blessed enough to have success at that. I've also been blessed enough to have some really cool people that can help me do that, right? Like, I don't do this on my own. If I didn't have a cook that was willing to work for cigars in the beginning, uh, and even now, it, it wouldn't happen, right? So you got Randy that cooks for us. And, and one day, you know, we were doing barbecues like everybody else does. And, and we, we thought to ourselves, what can we do different? And I mean, we're, you know, I mean, he's, I'm a Yankee and he's, he's up here. So we not like we're down there in Cajun. We just said, let's do a crawfish boil. We just started looking into it and we started making food. And we've done the, we've done the low country before, well before, but never a crawfish. So we gave it a shot. We started with, you know, 25, 75 pounds of crawfish and the past four, four years been 500 pounds, man. And we've been blessed to have folks come out and, and join in. And as far as the community goes, it's, it, it just got to have fun, right? Like we do a big Lebowski event. I just want to see how many grown people I could get outside oh. of, of uh, how many grown people I could get outside of Halloween to dress up and come oh. drink white Russians with me, right? So we don't do it every year, but every few years. And, and you know, we used to go to a bowling alley afterwards and, and reserve lanes, and now we do wee bowling in the shop. So for me, it's about, when I say it's about giving, and, and it's just creating an environment where people want to be a part of and people want to truly, and, and there's different groups that have come and formed and, and, and been a part of it and left and, and are a part of it. And then there's the whole crowd like yourself that are just, you know, Mike November, Minnesota nights that just you meet and you, you're immediately like, these are my people and, and they're going to come and they're going to come experience it. And we want that. We want, we want what this is really about to, to be who we are. And it's fun like that. So really it's just been providing a place where people can come do that and yeah. try to make a little bit of money doing it. A big Lebowski event. I bro, shit. I would be so there. He's got oh, me excited no with, with his energy about it. I'm like, I want to go. I would. I'd be <laughs> go listen. You got to go look at the pictures, man. Going on. Oh, no, I have. Back. It's it's yeah. it's no joke, man. We have we have a lot of fun. I am unreasonably obsessed with that movie. 
So I would be like, listen, listen, we, we had a guy come as the landlord in the oh. theater. He came in a nudely, a nude leotard with Ivy wrapped around him and then performed the whole play. So there's no, you might think you're into it, but there's people who are into it. And I love that type of cult love because that's what we all strive for. And, and when you form in a community is that type of cult love. And it is a fun thing, man. It oh. is a fun, fun thing. God, I love it. You you have some of that cult love coming for tobacco. I mean, you got some of that. Yeah. There's a lot of us that love you that we order from you. Um, you're the only person I order out of my brick and mortars around here. Um, <laughs> love that guy. Um, by the way, Dak, you are not able to play with us anymore. He guessed it already. <laughs> Dak, well, guess well, what it was. Her old, it's old elk. Here we go. Old elk. You're not old playing elk. anymore with us. Maybe we need uh, Matt and uh, Dax to switch spots for this or something. <laughs> that was uh, pretty good there, Dax. God. Nice. It's actually the Minnesota one. Um, let me pull this up real quick. Oh, from a it's a bottle pick from somewhere yeah. here. Yeah, it's a bottle pick from. Uh, oh yeah, Minnesota Whiskey Society. I think it is. Yeah, seven year sour mash reserve. Um, one eighteen point two. That it it doesn't drink that hot. Mm -hmm. I mean it's. It's definitely got, you know, high proof to it, but it doesn't drink that hot. It's, I, it's, I, I want to hear about this book club that Martin just brought up here, Brett. Yeah, man. So what's funny book is I don't club. know if you know Martin. <laughs> Martin that commented that is a very accomplished sci-fi author. Okay. And oh, nice. I think, and I think he just published his 17th book. And oh, wow. when I tell you that tobaccology has been blessed with this weird cosm of, of people, it's just an amazing thing. And, oh, Skip, that's dirty. <laughs> um, and, and it's just a really cool thing where that somebody was like, Hey, I want to do a book club. And I said, listen, that's fine. One of my employees, I said, but I'm going to need you to take the lead. And it's just become a thing. It's evolved over time. We meet every two months or so we give it time for those of us like myself who are only audible and others who read, read it's uh, it's a good time. We just discuss all types of books, all types of books. It was a good nice. time. Nice. What's, uh, what's Skip Martin talking about with the Bubba thing? Um, I don't know. Skip almost killed me. <laughs> no lie. No lie. And I'm going to let Bubba tell that story. I'm not going to tell that story. But uh, Skip almost killed me. No, I, I love Skip. And he, he's, uh, Bubba used to manage for me, uh, one of the shops. And he's good people. He's a great brother of the leaf. Good friend of mine. And uh, we spent many a times with Skip at his house. Just a small walk from Los Arcos. <laughs> driven all around Nicaragua. So Nika Sweeney is a, a, a beautiful, beautiful place, boys. Nika Sweeney is a beautiful place. Yeah. And then David brings up these uh these trust bombs. I've heard about that. You just give Brett J some money and he sends you a yes. package. You never I've actually had a package from Brett when we went down to uh Ohio for the Ohio. Order. Ohio order for I, I called him like or sent a message in the middle of the night. He's like, I'm on my way out the door. What do you want? I'm like, just give me whatever roles get. And he's like, all right, I got you. <laughs> so shows yeah, up. Man. Let me, let me tell you how Brett yeah, and I, it's all, I, the, it's all the stuff that I, that isn't selling in the store. I just throw it in there. Discount bin motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. So let me tell you how me and Brett actually hooked up. We're on a, I think it was a cigar lifetime 2.0 or something. And I seen a tin from Jew estate and I'm like, Hey, I, you got any of those lefts? He goes, yeah, I got one a little dinged up. I'll send it to you. I'm like, nah, how, well, how much? He's like, don't worry about it. I got you. And then he said, if I can ever help you out later down the line, just tell me what you're smoking, and uh, I'll send you a package. Well, 
I didn't fucking really smoke anything. I was just getting into it, um, trying to figure out what I liked, you know, what rapper, what Vitola. He sent me a bunch of different stuff, and then we started narrowing down what I like smoking. And uh, he's one of the reasons why I have six fucking coolers at home full of cigars. <laughs> and then, My and wife he, thanks you. And he said, he I'm says, a, I'm he a says, dealer, baby. I'm a dealer. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he said, in soccer we trust, but I think everybody else that's in, in Brett J we trust, right? That's right, baby. <laughs> you know, and, and that's something I don't take for granted or take lightly because there's uh, humility in this business is lacking in a lot of places. And, and that, uh, well, I love that to be true. I'm still learning too. But that being said, I enjoy what I do, and I try to find a good group of good people who make cigars. And and I, I love to support the people who are genuine. And yeah. and those are the brands which I try to, like I mentioned earlier, you know, bring into this community, my community, as well as uh, enjoy getting in, involved in theirs. Brody just uh, Brody just put something up. Send Brett money, you win a prize. <laughs> yeah, and it is—it's true. Um, yeah, yeah. It allows me to put all the stuff that he's selling. I told you, yeah. it's great, man. It's great. It's awesome. Now well, you're gonna—you're gonna get messaged like 10, 12 times now, fifteen, twenty. Hey, buddy, would you put one together? Put one together for me. But it's—it's it's fun to do that, and I've done that with shops before too. Uh, but also, my my wife and I do this thing where we'll go to. Uh, we'll go to a bar that's known for having really good mixologists, you know, people that really know how to put together a good quality cocktail. And we'll just, we'll just say, can you, can you just go off menu and make me something? And they'll, and the, a really good bartender will say, just give me like two or three things that you like a lot and I'll build you a cocktail around that. And, and I, you can do the same thing with a, with a tobacconist like yourself, Brett, where you can just, you know, if somebody, somebody who, who actually gives a shit like you do and, and cares about the products and cares about the community can do that. Just put together something that's, you know, you get one or two pointers from your customer and then you do the rest. And I think that's cool. I think it's fun sometimes just to roll the dice, you know, because more times than not, you're going to be happy with the product. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's fun. Well, and you know, it allows a little bit of more customization there, you know, it's essentially all it is is a, a glorified cigar of the month club type thing. For those that send money regularly, it's just on a bigger level, right? It really is with with a little bit of guidance because you know we've yeah. and we've tried that and everybody does it. And I actually I do it with another company I'm involved with. It's just a lot of of not monotonous, you know, monotony, but it's really an informal way of doing, being a tobacconist. Uh, not that I'm against it. That's not what I'm saying here. Uh, I'm just saying that it, the one-on-one, the concierge type thing allows, you know, it's not scalable, but for right now, it's really, it, it really helps to move forward as a tobacconist and grow the business. Let's, let's talk a little bit about that tobacconist thing. I know uh, when I was talking to you in the beginning, you put me on a page to become a, a tobacconist. And most of your employees do have a certificate that they say they're tobacconists, right? They're there. So whenever you come to work for me, you get a copy of the tobacconist handbook. Which um, you had a card in writing, right? No, okay. I did, okay. Not. I did okay. not. No, 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 no. That was uh, a gentleman, George, and I always mess up his last name, Armenitheros. And he runs a shop up in Jersey. Good people. I believe they worked with the Padrone family to to create essentially. And it's not it's not a Bible, but. Gosh darn it! If you're if you're starting out and you wanna you want a base level of knowledge, it's a it's a darn good place to start. 
And and what I like about it is the 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 what you talk about the cigar retail tobacco and the CRT the CMT cigar master tobacco or the CCT which is cigar consumer tobacconist, it gives folks the opportunity, whether you're working or not in the business to really get a grasp on and learn a little bit more about, you know, this hobby, whatever you call it, right? The mental yoga that we do, the hobby, however you describe it, it gives you some knowledge and it's a real, a real neat little baseline. So yes, all my employees get that, but not all have taken the test. Uh, you do have to work 500 hours before you can even qualify to, to take the test, but it's uh, you can find the Tobacco Industry University handbook online on Amazon. They have it. You can buy it, soft cover, hard cover. You can go to that the was, site too. Yeah, that's where I got it off the site. Yeah, yeah. And they give you a bunch of information on that site too, which is awesome spot. So hit him with another question because I'm going to go turn the heat down. I don't know about you guys, but it's getting a little warm in here. Yeah. Should I hit him with the question with uh, our buddy said a couple uh, last month about how he whipped his ass and. I think that's, fantasy that's baseball. Prop, that's proper huh? right there. Yes. What? What is? What is? Tommy said he whooped your ass. Listen. He was listen. talking big smack. <laughs> baseball fantasy baseball is a very very interesting thing. When you have a hundred and what is one hundred eighty one games? I mean, it's it's no joke, right? It's no joke. It's you have to combine knowledge with knowledge of of fantasy baseball. And that's where you can't just know the game. And I'm honest, all I do is donate. So him talking what he talked on this show a few weeks ago, man, he's dirty. He he knew I was I was gonna be the fish at the poker table. He knew he knew that. Mm, well and he invited me to be a part of it, but he's good. Man, he got a great team. It's all about drafting. It's a keeper league. So there's listen, I'm just bad at fantasy baseball. That's all there is to it. Well, it you like said you got multiple championship fantasy football teams, though. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> not, not in our league, he doesn't. Okay. He's like oh for a thousand in our league. First of all, I think I did win the I think I did win the Scar Lifestyle League. That no. Brody, yeah, Brody, I'm calling it. Tied. No, tied. But hold on. If you split the money, you're a champion. <laughs> All right. If you get the money, wins, they give you more money. Hold on. We don't play for money. We play for cigars from your shop. So I guess you won no matter what. <laughs> it's, it's still money to me, buddy. That money gets paid to me. Well, I, I got to say now I'm going to pour so, uh, Dax, uh, our good friend, who, by the way, speaking of baseball, Dax is from Cigars and Baseball. Uh, Which and, is an event you should come out for. And, yeah, Brett, you should really think about coming out for So cigars. what is this? Oh, this well, Stag Junior Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, 131.1. I think you drank some of that a few weeks ago. I did. I did. And it's uh, – so if I thought the stuff before was a little high proof, yeah, I'm about to get lit up here. Yes. just – Noel Edwards says, ask Brett about his toughest football leagues. Man, it's that's brutal. Bubba. So Noel, Noel Edwards is Bubba, but he's got this keeper league, and it's horrible. So when you take over a team, you're taking over a loser. So I took over a loser, and I'm like seven or eight years into rebuilding this, coming in, getting the first, the second, or third rookie pick. Because everybody's already gone. You have to pick rookies and then hope that that rookie turns into someone. So, for example, I take Kyle Pitts, but Kyle Pitts isn't even – he hasn't even become what he could become in that first round. So yeah, we're keeper in a, leagues we're in a, are evil. a dynasty. It's a it's a hard one. Yeah, man. keeper leagues, dynasty leagues, they're yeah. evil. I that, I won't do them. I I'll do it as long as I start at the beginning of it. 
Yeah. Well, yeah, from the, the from, from the, the very inception, yes. yeah, you yes. can't join later because no, then you're you're screwed. Right there. Yeah, you're basically getting all the table scraps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Brett, I got a question for you from from yeah. just the stand the retail standpoint, you know, because you got multiple locations also. So, when you when you are assessing a brand, it could be a rep that comes by one of your shops or it could be a trade show or it could be some other way that you learn about a brand or, or get some samples to try. What goes into it besides just the, the flavor of the cigars and the, and the quality of the cigars, what goes into a decision that you make? Cause you've obviously shelf space is at a premium, you know, you can't carry every brand. So, what are sort of those X factor things that are beyond just brand recognition or flavor and aroma that, that will lead you to, to bring a brand into uh, one or all of your shops? Yeah. Good question. The, uh, the, the, the business person would answer one that's going to move on its own. Right. So the, the, the brands that move on their own that I don't have to sell every single time, are easier to make that decision and bring in. In the beginning, when I started, it was it was just who I want to be with, who, who I want to who I want to who would sell cigars to me and who I wanted to. For example, when I first met the Romacraft boys, it was 2012, 2013, and it was a tweet up. So it was something uh, an event that someone else threw, and I called all the manufacturers cigars there that were coming, and I said, "Hey, I'd like to have some of your cigars here." And they're like, but we're not featured in your store. And I would say, I understand that, but I don't want you coming into my store and not having your stuff. So that ended up being how I got on board with Roma. And, you know, Skip comes and Skip's tearing apart cigars on, on the counter. And we're learning as he's moving through his journey. And it's, I was like, this is a guy. Like, this is a guy I want to, I want to, I want to follow. I want to support. I want to do well. Now it just so happens that he can blend, right? And and yeah. he, but he has control, right? And it's something that a lot of folks don't have is they don't have that full control. And and I wanted to see how that turned out. Uh, other instances uh, from Foundation to to Dunbarton, it's just brands you want to be a part of. You know, I support a lot of local brands especially in the beginning now we don't always keep and they don't always turn but i try to give give folks that i enjoy spending time with or i want to support a a shot now that's yeah. not saying that everybody stays on my shelf because in the end that real estate is not just there i'm not in a museum where people come look at cigars <laughs> uh, right it's a retail establishment where i want them to 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 come in and, and buy the cigars so you know everything comes and goes it ebbs and flows but if I can help people grow as well as it turns and I can build the customer base and I enjoy spending time with them and I have respect for them, then it's easy. Yeah. And that does happen too, where you bring in a brand and, you know, you, you meet a, a young, you know, some young brand owners who you really just want it. You want to give them a shot and you give them a shot and you give them the shelf space and it just doesn't work out and it, it, it sucks, but, you know, at the end of the day, after a certain number of months or whatever, however long it is, you, you say, look, I got to, I'm sorry, guys, but this, it's, it, it's, uh, it's not me, it's you. And, you know, we gotta, we gotta move on, you know, but it happens. It does. Yeah. Who's yeah, one of, I want to know, sorry, but like somebody had asked Brett J about the vault and then somebody else also brought up this vault that we really need. To we see. don't need to talk about the vault. What, what is, the we vault? don't need to talk about the vault. Okay. So, 
the vault is just every every shop owner no, has it. No. Every shop owner has it. It's just it's, it's your collect. It's your collection, right? It's your it's your stuff that you enjoy. You know, for me, it's it's stuff that I enjoy. And and I, I wholeheartedly believe this: that if you find a cigar that you enjoy smoking, you should go and buy a box or two. If you truly think that one day you're going to wake up and not be able to have that cigar. For example, the Cro-Magnum Anthropology. I don't. I didn't have enough when 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 we realized we weren't going to. Uh, and it's just there. But there's ones where you have to set stuff aside. And I understand some call it collecting. There, there there's a different name for it. But I like having the things that I enjoy smoking, and it occasionally allows me the opportunity to share some of those things with everybody. Uh, and it's fun. It's a lot of fun. But you have fun, right? What we do is aging stuff, right? So I got stuff that's aging in 65%. I got stuff that's aging in 62%. And it's the same box of cigars. And I'm, I'm giving it, I'm having fun with it, right? I'm, I'm seeing where it goes because I don't know. And I, and everybody has an opinion and I want to have that opinion. So I just, I mess around. My opinion is Brody is off my friends list. He's not <laughs> supposed to bring about that. He's not supposed to talk about the vault. That is for elect- selected few, <laughs> and I happen to be one yeah. of the flu. Well, Dax, few. Dax brings up the vault, the quote, vault at Casa Fuente. So yeah. if you've been to Las Vegas, you go to Casa Fuente, you go in the humidor, and you ask for a certain cigar. If you, you, you look on the, on the shelves in the humidor at Casa Fuente, and there's a certain cigar you don't see, and you ask for it. And they say, oh, oh we don't have any of those. So you, you're like, okay, you buy some other stuff, you go out, you get your drink, you sit down, you smoke a cigar. Five minutes later, you see somebody else walking out with the cigar you asked for. It's about who you know. It's about who you know. Listen, Matt Booth, Matt Booth told a good dear friend of mine to go to a shop in France and ask for a specific Davidoff, a Cuban Davidoff, and my friend got laughed at, laughed out of the shop. I bet that cigar is in that shop. <laughs> yeah, I gotta say, probably I guarantee is. that shot, that cigar is in that shop. MC brings up R.I.P. Nirvana. Oh yeah, and have you ever had a Nirvana? I believe I have actually. That is, I have. Raul gave me one. Brett yeah. was nice enough to put a Listen. box in a vault for me. Cameroon is a very uh, interesting. Yes, thing. yes, Cameroon yes. is a very yes. interesting thing. I love that cigar, and if you have any in this vault, I'll see you in April, <laughs> buddy, pal, chum. <laughs> so, I think so. I'm down to like five, and Colton still has a box unopened from two years ago, and the prick won't give it to me. You got to spit in your hand before you beg, brother. You can't just. Uh, no. <laughs> and, and what about what about the cedar that Mike's bringing up here? I've heard the cedar. No, nothing. Uh, nothing. You got. If you come to the shop, you'll know. Okay. <laughs> well, I want to check in on the Halligan because yeah. I'm really liking this cigar a lot. You got Secreto in the house. And uh Ronnie. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Ronnie, how you doing, brother? It's uh this, I like this cigar a lot. Yeah. I mean, just regardless of, you know, I you guys know I don't bullshit. This is a good cigar. I really like it. There's some there's some similarities to one other Dunbarton cigar that I won't name, and it's not, I'm not saying it's the same cigar, it's not, but there's a similar uh aroma on the retrohale from the on this cigar that I get from another Dunbarton cigar. Um, but it's also got some other stuff going on, and I really this your this is your first, right? It's yeah. my first oh, yeah. Halligan, yeah. So I think we've had this discussion, I think I know exactly what you're talking about, and it's not, but we got we had the same discussion about one of his core lines. 
Well, do that, we want that, to bring that, that we had that thought? You want to bring up the stats here? I mean, I don't know if we can read that if it's too small for everybody. Well, no, that's the, that's, that's, about that's the talking about the actual Halligan. Okay, yeah. This, yeah, that's about. Oh, yeah, Raul, we haven't really showcased. That's talking about this right here. So if you guys are like, what the hell is a Halligan? What? So Raul is a twenty-five year, twenty-six year firefighter. Twenty-five. Twenty-five, and this this is actually a Halligan. And tell us tell us about this tool and what you firefighters use this tool for. Well. If you're a senior firefighter, this is your only tool you need. <laughs> um, you could use this. Go over here. Let's bring this over here. This there we go. Uh, pick right here. When you're on a roof, you stick it in the roof, and you can use it for leverage. So you can chop or use a chainsaw off the roof. This right here, you use for prying walls, getting it in open. Then you stick it down, and you can just pull the wall and last, uh, last plaster down. This is uh here, get it over there. Get over here. That way. I still learning these camera things. <laughs> they actually, I actually have my own camera these days. Um, this is like for car extrication and shit like that. Okay. Um, this is like the ultimate tool. The only thing I can't do with this is pool ceiling. But luckily for me, we have junior guys where I could point and say, <laughs> open that shit up. Let's see what's up there. But this is the ultimate tool for a truckie. Okay. Um, it's a beautiful tool. Um, when I retire, I will have one of these in my house. Yeah. Don't know how I'm going to get it. So it's for like retirements, do, do a lot of firefighters have one like plated or bronzed or something like that? Most normal firefighters, when they retire, they have an axe. Okay. And they got an axe and they got the years they served embroidered on the head. Yeah. Whatever. I don't want that. <laughs> I want one of these. Wife, if you're watching. Hint, hint. <laughs> so that's the Halligan. Nice. And that picture you took with the jacket and the helmet and the halogen on, I will be talking to our friend that does the paintings, and I will be getting one of those. <laughs> oh boy, that was a great that was a great picture. That's the the so the cover art that you guys clicked on on our website or or Facebook or YouTube. That's that's the thumbnail, and uh, that was that was from the launch event. Yeah, yeah so we we an old uh, an old New York fireman. We call him Fireman Kenny. Uh, he brought in some gear and a halligan. Uh, small fact: the the helmet on the front of the box is actually a local uh, a local chief of volunteer station that is a huge Dunbarton fan. So we kind of used his helmet. Obviously, we took the numbers off and put chief and all that. But uh, so there's quite a few firefighters that come in. Those that are allowed to smoke, right? That their insurance says they cannot. <laughs> they never come in. You know. I'm grandfathered in, so I ain't worried about that. <laughs> you are a grandfather. Yes. That yeah. Um, <laughs> in case you didn't no. catch it, then Skip said you're gonna have to go work with him in Esteli to make your craft Marquette. Listen, I'd love to go to this the school of Roma. The school <laughs> of Roma. The school of Roma, buddy. Let me tell you something. Go. I, I'd be in. Everybody's in. It's on the table. And it really it comes down to the humility, right? It really comes down to, and that's what I I dig about Skip is, uh, it, for as confident as he is in what he does, he truly believes that he wants people to be better and. That comes with the the folks he makes cigars with, you know, Mitchell and 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 them them. What is it, Stepankevich? That's how you say Stepankevich boys. I mean, they're good people, right? And Skip Skip helps them, but he makes sure that they have the knowledge. And anybody that works, whether it's Viso Horny or you know Vader, they go and they learn. They 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 learn because he he loves it. And again, when you control the different levels of the integration chain, it's nice, and you have the ability. 
to do that and pass along that knowledge. And Skip's big about that. But man, I would love to go. Anytime you can go and learn from folks. And even look, look, Skip went and, and hung out with Ernie, right? I mean, nobody's above that. When the humility's there, it's a beautiful thing. And it's what that business, this business, especially at the manufacturing level, is all about. Well, and we've, we've said it before a lot of times. If you get a chance to go to uh, factory tours or Nicaraguan Cigar Festival or Pro Cigar and go visit cigar factories in Honduras, Nicaragua, Dominican Republic, just go do it. Just go do it. It will give you a greater appreciation for the products that you enjoy on a daily basis. It's it really does um, just give you give you kind of an inside view into what goes into making these products. It's a lot of fun. John, Dak, what do you think of the cigar? Yeah, they're do, loving. Do you guys get as much chocolate that Steve got? So I get I get chocolate, but I also get this like I don't know. It's 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 hard to say. It's almost like, like uh, I don't know. People usually call it like baking spices, like the kind of thing you'd put in a a pumpkin bread or something like like cinnamon, nutmeg, cloves, oh, that okay. kind of thing. Not yeah. a lot of it, but it's you know it's just really, um, like I said, that retrohale is is just smooth and sweet. Well, and, and you know, I talked to Steve about that, and he's he's got that Lancaster. Lajero in there and he said it was you know most Lajeros uh, carries with it a spice but this one was a smoother a very yep. smooth uh spice that it brought to the table and and it's definitely unique I didn't get as much chocolate but Steve to be honest has probably eaten a lot higher end more higher end chocolates than I have right yeah I mean I'm a Hershey's kind of guy and and I think that that for me it's the jalapa whenever you get the jalapa filler I get I get it there's a sweetness yeah that comes yeah from the Jalapa Valley, and for me, that's I, I get that sweetness. And for for me, it doesn't necessarily manifest as chocolate as much as he got. But again, I'm not counterdicting uh, Saka's palate. It's just for me, it's a it's a definitely a sweetness that, and I get that uh, that sweet cedar type of uh, yeah baking spice you're talking about. Yeah, I love that. Um, so I have a question for you. Yes. Is it? Is it time? Is it time? Sure. Let's what, do what it. What time is it? I I think I, it's time. I'm just, I'm just wondering. I mean, you. I, I have I'm one more question. You guys. Yeah. I have yeah. one more question. Yeah. Go for, for it. Actually, it's about three, but one. <laughs> yeah. Actually, since, it's about three. Since you're so close to uh, Mr. Skip Martin, when are we going to come out with a uh, tobaccoology blend? Well, Skip just invited Skip? him. Yeah. I mean, basically. I, yeah, that, that's what I'm so, thinking. He invited you to go make a blend. So you need me to help you pay for the ticket? Yeah, we'll, we'll help you book the ticket. We'll get you <laughs> down there, brother. Just <laughs> um, you know, Listen, if that opportunity were ever to present itself, I would never say no. Just yeah. know that. The, 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 the respect and the you know, loyalty is there. Uh, he's saying, yeah, we did Witchcraft, which was a release. Uh, but Skip obviously blended that uh, completely. And he gave me the heavy one, by the way. To ship the one wrapped in metal. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also, I got a question about the shop. How did the paintings on the wall come about? Because he has paintings of of people that come to the shop, um, people that visit. Um, the one with Yost and uh, and Joey is one of my favorite. You know, um, but I'm, how I'm a big supporter. Big supporter of local art, man. 
uh, right? And and it, it all goes hand in hand with this, right? How do you look at cigars? And you've said before, when you go down there, it gives you a whole new appreciation. And it really does because farming is an art and especially farming something that's going to be consumed such as this and, and blended. And then, and then just the process of getting it from the farm to, to where it's ready to roll is, is an art form in itself. So for me, I just, I love supporting local artists and I've been blessed enough to have some in my life. And I just put murals on the wall, uh, make it home. You know, I don't go overboard, but at the same time we have fun with it. You know, there's a painting of, um, there's a painting of, of London with, uh, um, oh my gosh, I'm the name for forget me here, but it's just, there's, there's things that are on the wall that mean something to me. And it's, that's what we do. We have fun with it. Like in our, our bathroom, there's Tyrion Lannister shooting a crossbow at you when you sit down to, uh, on the shitter, right? Like yes. for a lot of people, they don't understand that, but that's a moment, right? Fucking that's moment. awesome. That's a moment. I love and, that. And thank you, Mike. But uh, when Dunhill, after the bombing of Britain, Dunhill was sat, uh, standing, there's a picture of him uh, sitting outside of his shop selling pipes. And, and, and behind him is the bombed out building. And rumor has it, he called Churchill and said, your cigars are safe, sir. And for me, it, it represents, listen, you can tax, you know, we're going to fight you. I'm not giving up, but you can, you can tax us. You can make it harder to do this, but we're going to do this because uh, we're in this for the right reasons. And for me, that's why I wanted that on the wall. So there's various reasons why there's different art on the wall. All right. Now is it time? I think, I mean, I think it is. I think it is. I think it is. What's John? Oh, what do we got here? Oh, it's, oh, all right, that's oh, it. I'm yeah. making the trip, Brad. I'm making the trip. Saw the picture. <laughs> oh, we're going to talk about the boil, too, what, right, right after well, we... Yeah, we'll talk about the boil after this. Right so, after. It's but time. It is now time for this week's Numero de los Muertos. And as always, Numero de los Muertos, brought to us by our friends at Smoke In. Honest Steve here with the GOAT to tell you about Smokin's Cigar of the Month Club. Every month, I personally handpick five premium cigars. Another great feature is our Double Down Club. With a simple check mark, you can get double this great selections every month and save $10. Every month, there's a special discount code where if you like any of the selections, you can get them at a special discounted rate for our Cigar of the Month Club members. We've made it super simple. All you got to do is log into your account. There's a little green button there. If it's green, you're active. You want to take a break going out of town, simply hit the button and you'll deactivate your membership. We get this stuff out on the 28th of every month. Our membership bills on the 28th and we get every member's package out on the 28th if it's a shipping day. All delivered to your door for $34.95. Five great reasons on what makes Smoking Cigar of the Month Club the best club out there. Check it out. Peace. <laughs> All right. Sorry, guys. Numero de los Muertos, episode 222. Um, so this one, uh, I got to grab my phone here so I can pull this up. Every, everybody knows how to play the game, right? So uh, It's my first time. These are his first time. <laughs> so weird, weird and unusual ways or places to die. Um and, and and the number we play yeah. and I'll give a number and Brett and our viewers and Raul and Justin and actually Dax and John are all we all get to play twenty questions or you guys all get to play twenty questions to try to decipher and break down uh, and this one is not this tonight it's not a cause 
it's a place or a set of places. Is it fictional or is it? It's real. Real. It's real. Are we so on the real train. The no. we're on the real train. No. So the number is between 120 and 140 people per year, and these stats go back to about. 2005 okay so skip wants to kick it off with in a closet with a belt around your neck. <laughs> 120 and 140 per year I, is that how charity <laughs> that's probably pretty close that's that's pr probably pretty close or niagara falls board. um no we already did that no we did niagara falls what about okay. port to john in the desert uh it's not a port of john in the desert not a waterfall okay I mean, I, I suppose waterfalls could be. Is this like an actual city location? Could, no, this, there's various locations. Okay. Sure. What about Skip says in a porta potty? No, you said no to that. Right? Not a porta potty. So these locations are all there. There's there's a similarity to all these locations, but there it's all in the United States. Is it Justin's beard? <laughs> hey. <laughs> oh, it was hardcore. Yeah, sorry about, about that, buddy. Like movie theater or something. With an ice pack acting out moving scenes? Is it a business? <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess technically, technically, I guess, yes. Huh? But most people don't think of it that way. The El Camino. The El Camino. <laughs> that's, no, that's my guy's just. <laughs> the back of a Volkswagen. Uh, back of a I, I bet more people than 140 die in the back of a Volkswagen every year. About on the toilet with a crossbow. Hey, that's just one, baby. That's <laughs> mountain that, climbing. Uh, I mean, it. It's possible that that's involved, okay. but okay. It's not like it's. It's not a direct manholes. Uh, no. Nope. Is, is it like skiing? It's possible also that that's involved, but not okay, super not likely. So is it in the mountains? Mountains could be involved in some of these cases, yes. Okay. We're looking more for lo like locations. Location, the it's White not, House. Not the Playboy Mansion. Shh, no one ever House. talks about the White House mur murders. Not the, okay. no. Power plant? Tino in the house. Yeah. Um, shit. What, we'll go back. Hold up. Hold up. I got to scroll back up. What Which the one? hell was that? Which one? A tragic pegging accident. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, plumber. We got it. What? Skip Martin. Skip Martin. National Parks? National Parks. Yes. Skip Martin with the win. All right. So between. Isn't there, isn't there a lot of, isn't there a correlation to places where there's caverns and caves? That it, I, it's think, normally I think where so. Where those deaths happen? So between 2005 and 2014, the average was between 120 and 140 people died at national parks each year. And when you break that down, the vast majority. So what would you say the cause of death was for the vast majority of those deaths? Dumbasses getting trampled by moose or buffalo. No. Hypothermia. No. Standing on. Oh, shit. You broke your phone. Broke my phone. Standing on a glacier. <laughs> Drowning. 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 Okay. So that's the number one cause. The, se the second uh, most prominent cause of death at national parks is vehicle accidents. Oh, okay. Uh, the third is people falling. Mm -hmm. uh, the next is 
Ooh, sorry. This is a little dark. Suicide. Oh, okay. Didn't realize that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can see that. And then we have uh, unspecified slash other. That's, that's thank, the moose trampling. That's the moose trampling. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then we have avalanche. Uh, and then we have pre-existing condition, heat exposure, cold exposure, and wildlife to round out the bottom four. Well, at least they're somewhere pretty. Yeah, I know. At least, hey, exactly. you know, at least they're somewhere beautiful, yeah. I guess. Yeah, I guess. Uh, but that was this week's Numero de los Muertos. <sighs> All so, right. So jump let's in. Let's talk about the boil. Um, <laughs> the boil of uh, the, the boil, the world renowned boil. Yes, yes. Okay, tell us about it. I mean, how, how did this thing get started? You did to say something about your friends, he was cooking for you for free and all that at first, but like, where did the idea come from? Where did, where did you know, let's put some crawfish together and smoke some cigars come from? Well, we wanted to do something different, and everybody was everybody, the host events was doing some form of barbecue or pig roast or. And we wanted to just add a little flair and we, we went with a few ideas. I think we've done a gator. We've done, we've done some different ideas and we wanted something different that we could market. And there was not a lot of local, uh, excuse me, uh, crawfish boils in the area. And we just kind of said, let's do it. And we, we worked on it and you make some stuff spicy, you throw it on a table, you let everybody eat. It's a good time. Um, how many years has it been running now? I think about nine. I'm oh, not wow. who counts like the the eighth or ninth <laughs> annual. I, I I don't count like that, but uh, it's been several years, man. It's a good time. We we overnight crawfish the night before, uh, purge them, and then do it up. And we do it up. We've been blessed. The folks have have made it an event to travel to. You know, and that's we open the second shop. Uh, we have about a half acre acre of land, which allows us the freedom to do these larger events, uh, which has been a blessing a blessing for us. <laughs> we, we, we filmed some pretty funny videos for this in the beginning to try to pump it up and one was where we went down on one of the civil war battlefields and we were just putting up a, putting on a show so if you want to go back to the some of the early uh tobaccology ids you'll see some pretty good uh pretty good uh, videos so i gotta bring up this this uh comment brody's got on the screen right now i teach people how to peel every year and and peel it eating the way that you eat your crawfish is very out. important yeah. yes yeah. it is very important yeah, you know because dirty, like? it's dirty. You gotta, it's yeah a, you gotta, it's a lovely dirty dirty experience <laughs> it is and, and it it helps to have a true cajun uh several we've had several over the years uh, that you know, you always get the well, we'll we'll see if it's a real if it's a real boil. You always get that, and then that person literally stands at the at the table for four <laughs> and a half hours, and and Brody's one of those people, and just eats, and it's a great time, and, and we, we we try not to disappoint, and it is uh, it's a good time, it's a great time. I have not had. Uh, all right, fuck it. I'm going. Uh, let's go. Uh, I'm let, going. I'm going. Yeah, I'm going. Let's go. Do a how about that cigar trip out Seriously, there? Seriously, I go do a live show or what? Just the th I could actually. I mean, I'm just. We're sitting here in a garage in Minnesota, and just talking about this, I could actually smell the boil. I could uh, smell the the old bay or the or the andouille sausage, the or the andouille sausage and the, the potato corn, spice. We have a few breweries come. 
It's oh, oh man. It's a right. great I think Minnesota's in. We're going. We're, We're going. going. That's We're it. Go. We're going for That's sure. But, um, oh, man. What else is going on there? What uh, what else do you have there? Something like, is there something you throw? Or is, that crawdad. is there something <laughs> like that? What else is going on there besides just eating crawdaddies and, and well, uh, smoking I mean, cigars? We've paired up with Drew Estate for that event. It, it, Drew Estate is a good fit with that Drew Estate and Hoya because they have a little bit for everybody. And it, yeah. it has allowed us to scale that event with just that uh, that company because they do have so many choices. But we have a cornhole tournament uh, with trophies. There's usually, I, in the past few years, I brought an axe throwing. We, <laughs> we're in traffic cone. we got to talk again. about that. Stuff happens. Um, oh, halligan throwing. You should do halligan throwing. It's all type of safe activities safe. that safe. you can do yeah, and uh, not harm yourself because insurance costs money. So, you got to do a breathalyzer before you throw the axe? No. Uh, no. <laughs> no, there's no breathalyzer here. So last year, we have our buddy from up north, up north, oh, up, up, up north, Colton, who actually... Oh, yeah, yeah. Who actually played against the owner of the company and smoked him. Did you know that? Brody taught him some shit. I'm not Brody. Excuse me. Colton taught him how oh, to actually throw an axe better. Yeah. Oh, I don't doubt that, man. Yeah. You guys are, <laughs> man, Minnesota's a very strange place, buddy. You <laughs> have very, no very strange place. You, you have no idea. I, listen, I do have an idea. I got, I got, I got you, I got you per fan, uh, family, man. And it's, <laughs> it's a strangeness. That yeah, is to Wisconsin and Minnesota and Upper Peninsula, Michigan. It is. I mean, look at Ronnie. Even this inner city Michigan is strange, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, it's it's one of a kind people up there in the Great Lake region. And being from Erie, Pennsylvania, myself, I I, I am a part of that. So, just the so Appalachian as, side. As somebody who was not born in the Upper Midwest, I you know I grew up in Indiana, but then I moved to Wisconsin for many years, and then I've been in with in Minnesota for about the last uh gosh almost 30 but you're old i am old <laughs> but you know people who were born and raised in minnesota sometimes make fun of the movie fargo they say that's not realistic that's not how they talk yes it is damn it yes it is as somebody who was not born here oh you somebody who's been around a lot of people who were especially people who were born and raised in actual not not in the twin cities yeah. area but up in northern Iron minnesota oh, yeah. that is how they yeah. fucking talk yeah I, I mean, i've only been here since 2007 i can attest yeah that is totally that is how people talk to bring it to this industry too it's we've seen a change of taxation which has yeah. brought a growth right and huge and it, it comes to how i ended up meeting raul and and bring and and realizing and recognizing it very early that as soon as this happened it was just it was awesome what opened up for you guys up there and gals but it's just been a, a great thing to witness how taxation when it's when it's not so harmful uh and 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 egregious how it can grow oh, yeah. in the industry the coolest thing is and our our one of our favorite lawmakers uh state lawmakers here in minnesota jim nash he he has taken us through the numbers and because they have they have all the hard data by lowering our tax rate on premium cigars by 85%, tax revenue on premium cigars increased 20%. So they actually are getting more tax revenue because people are buying more cigars in the state of Minnesota. And, and I just want more, more states out there to get the memo. 
that yeah. that you know they're if they just lighten up on some of their citizens a little bit, they're they're probably going to see some good dividends from it. So we need some more yeah. Brett or more uh, Jim Nashes in the, the U.S. Yes, be pushing this. Yes, stuff, right. Yes, the retro hail on his cigar is fucking phenomenal, isn't it? Oh yeah, it is. It is phenomenal. I love it. Yeah. And if you were, so, a you know, director, when goes good. Mm. Steve, good Steve gives you, he gave me two choices and I hadn't smoked them. He just gave me two Vitola choices and he even agrees. He said, you chose the right one and got lucky but, uh, again. So, in soccer, we trust. So uh, tell us if we're going back to the Halligan, which I did, but tell us how many boxes you have, how close to selling out are you? Um, how do people get yeah, them? Where do we get these things? How like, do people get them? Well, cigar, you know, right? listen, uh, the, the way it works is you, you really don't have any control. Uh, you have a, a, you know, discussions, but when it's, when you're a virgin, like we were, you just are kind of along for the ride. Uh, whatever they were, they were comfortable making us. They made, it was somewhere around 300 boxes. Uh, and then what he does is he's kind enough to make bundles, which allows us to use them. I say us, you know, obviously Ronnie's pretty much the gleaming example of that of of to use the 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 bundles to sell more core and and get the 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 blend out there we have almost sold out we have a few left but we are waiting to make sure all the shipments land before we uh make any of those available and i saved some because there's a lot of requests uh firefighter my my daughter's marrying a firefighter his whole family's firefighters obviously they should have a cigar at the at that wedding, right? And 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 there's things you want you want to keep back for, but for the most part, the boxes are sold out right now. But that being said, we will be putting up samplers on the website on on our Facebook group, Tobacco Worldwide, and it's just it's it, the support shown and smoking it and and giving feedback to Steve and Dunbarton is is what you want because that's what spurs uh, you know hopefully in the future being able to do this again. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm laughing my ass off back here. Do not go. Do not do that. Do not do that. <laughs> go, <laughs> go to go to go on Facebook and find uh, Tobacology and uh, Tobacology.com. Is that correct? Yes. Just realize that again. And you know, I've said this. If you, if you've been paying attention to the selling of how the Halligan went. I'm an in-store, in-person seller of cigars. Right. That's the exactly. business which I have built. I have not committed like a lot of folks have to bettering yeah. myself and online presence other than the social medias. So it's one of those things where I'm getting better. I'm working on it. We're adding things, adding brands. I hate carrying something I don't have in the store. So having that that integration of, of website to POS systems, it just takes time. And yeah. so it's one of those things where, yes, that's it. But listen, in the end, it's just like Tommy said, if you need, you know, a couple, a couple of weeks ago, if you need something, just message out. Right. Yeah. I'll, and I'll, I'll be honest. I answer all the socials now. We're not too big for me to not have to do that. So just, just kind of message and, and we'll get something together for you. Uh, put Dave's up, would you? Dave Floyd's. So we got ours today at three o'clock. And we are smoking it right now, all five of us, and no one's had a problem. Yeah, it's smoking great. Smoking great. Listen, you know, yeah, listen, Steve will be the first one to tell you, man, it's it's hand-rolled product, right? Yeah. Sometimes there are issues, right? And I'll tell you sure. this. I love the Hoyt Nicaragua factory, right? Yes. They are quintessential professionals, right? From the top, from, from Dr. Cuenca and Juan, all the way down to every single 
uh, roller I've ever met there, person that's been involved. They are professionals. And Steve wouldn't be with them if they didn't do a great job. And, you know, with these releases, they come, they spend, you know, uh, a time at customs, getting to customs and getting to wherever the, the company is and then getting to us. And then it takes me another week. We try to put them in humidification. It doesn't always stay. So there's nothing wrong with smoking one to get it out of the way, uh, not judging it accordingly, and then putting the rest of the way, getting them in good shape a week or two, and then and truly enjoying them over the next few months because yeah. they're not going to get worse with time. Yeah, it's legit. So if you guys don't know, <clears throat> I text Brett, make sure he was going to get on the show and if he was going to come because we had talked about maybe him coming to Minnesota and me showing him around some shim shops and we couldn't work it out. But I'm like, all right, now that we're done with the business part, personally, how many boxes did you put away from me in my hat? <laughs> and his response was, shut your disgusting mouth. Yeah. That's, that, that was your that's response the, to me, that's buddy. That's the right response. That's the right response, Brett. <laughs> Fuck that I mean, guy. It's an insult. He insulted me. He insulted me, right? I mean, he insulted right, me. You, you, get it, you get what you get, right? You get what you get. That's just the way it goes. It's just the way it goes. I fucking love that response. I showed it to a few people. Oh, that's perfect. Um, I love it. All right, so let's uh, let's move into the lightning round. Let's do it. All right, uh, lightning round is brought to us by our friends. At J.C. Newman Cigar Company, America's oldest family-owned premium cigar maker, creators of the popular Brickhouse, Perla Del Mar, Diamond Crown, and The American. J.C. Newman Cigar Company operates out of their 112-year-old El Relo Cigar Factory in historic Cigar City, Tampa, Florida. For more information on their cigars or visitor experience, please visit jcnewman.com. All right, Brett. If you could hear the thoughts of one living person for 10 minutes, who would it be and why? I knew you were going to ask, and I, I've, been, I've been giving this a lot of thought. And honestly, for me, it would be to know some things. So for me, it would be someone like maybe General Petraeus, someone who's been a chief oh. as well as the CIA in uh, number one in command. So I, uh, for now, I'm probably going to go with Petraeus because he's still alive. That's a great answer. Eli, M MC, I'm sorry, MC. I <laughs> Nope, I can't get on. I mean, I, in, inside, inside of jokes. I, <laughs> I can't get on board with that. All right. If you were about to get into a fight, what would your soundtrack music be? Uh, so I don't know. I'm so excited. I'd be so excited. So to get in a fight. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you don't have, here's, here's, let me ask you a question. Have you been punched in the face before? Yes. Um, <laughs> look at this face. Yes. Many times. I, I know. Right? I mean, it just, there's a, there's an adrenaline that comes with it. That you, just yes, can't, there uh, is. you just can't replace, you know, and it's been a long time. So I don't know. I mean, obviously I like the, the simples, the, the Tommies, the, you know, the, the, the inner Sandman, but I don't really have a theme song because I'm just going to be pumped up. Honestly, I'm, for me, it's going to go black anyway. So there's yeah. going to be just dull, dull noise. So for me, I, there is no soundtrack. I want pure silence. You ever oh, been in one of those? You want to be in one of those answer. pods? One of that's those a, pods, one of those sensory deprivation pods. I, I used to, yeah. And it's an egg and you lay back in salt water. Uh, I used, I, that's, what, that's what it's like for me. 
I worked I worked at a place where uh, they had a uh, one of those uh, sensory deprivation rooms uh, with the soundproofing cones and everything because they they would test engines uh, engines to see how loud the engines were. And if you were to go in that room and they, you know, it's one of those rooms where like you literally, if you're in there for more than like five minutes, you, you start going crazy (laughs) with the lights off. I mean, it's, it's, it's like the silence is deafening. That's it. I want to go in one of those tanks someday. Nope. No, dude. The voices in my head would drive me fucking nuts. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up. I have a a good relationship. I have a good relationship. Well, hold on. I want you to do the fast food question first. Oh, so what's the... We don't don't have to only do three. We can do more. So what is the most overrated fast food and the most underrated fast food in your opinion? And we know bread meat loaves is fast food. food. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you just just made a run. Fast food. The mo- I did. The most <laughs> overrated fast food would probably, to me, be majority of people's French fries. The majority of the company's French fries are are, are overrated. Um, to be honest with you, I'm I'm gonna say spicy chicken sandwiches are probably the most overrated. If I got to pick one thing, right, not not a type of of fast food, I would say probably spicy chicken sandwiches are overrated to me. Yeah, they're overrated. And is, there un- any, is there anybody who has a decent spicy chicken sandwich? Yeah, I mean, from like big major conglomerates. Yeah, I just, I don't, I don't enjoy any of them. I, I've eaten them okay. all. I just, I just don't enjoy any of them. Uh, underrated for me personally is the Chick Fil A peach milkshake. Um, it, oh. it comes out every year, and for me, it is drastically, drastically underrated. For me, I, I absolutely love the, there are people that if they go there on the way to the shop, they're bringing me one. Yeah. Peach milkshake. I have, yeah. I mean, I've, yeah. we used Chick-fil-A. to make homemade peach, peach ice cream when I was yeah. a kid. Yeah. You'll, um, you'll enjoy this little chunks of, peanut, of oh, peach in there. Okay. I'm, I'm there. I'm there. Yeah. And Mike's yeah. right. The gobbler bowl is pretty good from Wawa. It's not mainstream, but I've never been to Wawa from Wawa. Are That's another there. reason to go down to the yeah, boil. Never been to Wawa. Listen, all right, let me let me turn the tables here on this. I got a question for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what would make you, if you worked in fast food and you worked in the drive-thru, because I've thought about this and I've gone to a drive-thru in many, many forms of dress, many situations. What would make you change your mind about someone? What would make you judge someone if you saw them as you were providing them at a, at a drive-thru in their car? If they're butt naked. <laughs> would that see that i wouldn't change my view of them that that, that doesn't bother me but nudity doesn't bother me so what no, would make no you i'm not you it's not a negative it's not negative if i seen them naked i'd be like oh you want some extra yeah. fries <laughs> you want well, an I, extra I, shake a I, little milkshake brings the boys to the yard i, I need know. more context on the question brett so so are you saying like if they uh, if if i get a certain impression so of them right off the bat a, it is a for lack of a fight club reference it is a single serving moment of, of, of interaction, right? You, 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 you judging it's all first okay. impression. You're working at a drive through. You see hundreds and hundreds of people every week that come through there. What's the thing that you would see that you would be like, Oh, okay. it could be good. It could be bad. What's the thing you would see that you'd be like, damn. All right. So I, I got it. So when they, when they, when they pull up, what's playing on their stereo in their car? 
Okay. And if they're if it's if it's like, you know, if they if they look a certain way or they 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 just they got a certain vibe themselves, but all of a sudden they're playing like, like I I don't know like smooth jazz, or or like, uh. I don't know audio books about philosophy on their on their car <laughs> stereo. Then oh yeah, I'm, uh, immediately the script is is flipped upside down. Yeah. Okay. Put up Dave's one real quick. Which one? This one. Yeah. Hey Dave, that's for you, buddy. <laughs> I love you, but that's for you. This little fat finger right here. That's a wiener right there. That's a it's, wiener. It's a <laughs> says we covered in tats and listen to Taylor Swift. <laughs> hey, do it all the time. Honestly, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, if somebody's if somebody's got like piercings, like like basically all over their face, yeah. and they're listening to like Taylor Swift or Enya or, or, or Brent and his Celine Dion, Celine Dion. <laughs> uh, what's that? Are you saying you're not a Swift? Uh, hey, bro, I got a I got a teenage daughter. I of mm-hmm. course I listen to Taylor Swift. You know uh, that's how I roll. All right, Justin, hit him with the last one. So, Brett, zombie apocalypse is coming. You get three people from the cigar industry to be on your zombie hordes apocalypse team. Who would you pick and why? All right. One qualifying question. Does industry mean people that come into my shop or are we talking people that work within the industry? It means people who make their living from the cigar industry. Okay. All right. So I've given this a lot of thought and I've I've thought about how do I fit into a team? in this setting and i am someone who in that situation would want to kill right i want to kill i I don't want to be the leader i don't want to create the next level of 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 growth and 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 run the children of the of of wherever we end up so i'm going to make my list accordingly around the fact that i want to do what i want to do number one i'm bringing ronnie ronnie uh, from Secreto. And here's why. Really? Yes. And hear me out here. Hear me out. Here. Okay. Number okay. One, number one, he's angry. He's deep down, <laughs> seated inside his soul. He's angry. Right now. And I can relate. I can relate to that level of anger. I like and, that. And I love him for that. But on top I like of that. that, he's, 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 he's funny as well as he's just a guy who can sell anything. So if we have to sell the community, if we have to barter anything, he's, he's my guy, you know, right? He'll be my guy. He'll, he'll you, be my you guy got me. Angel. I'm on yeah, board. I'm on board with that pick. Now, That's number, good. Number two, gosh, I've really thought about this a lot. Number two, I'd probably say, I want to bring someone like, you know, it, it, it's weird because you need someone who can run the whole darn thing. Yes. And it's okay running the whole darn thing. Yeah. Because they've they've been everywhere. And really, yeah. I I think I'm gonna bring someone like someone like Skip, right? Well, albeit I don't think he's gonna run the forty faster than me, so that could come <laughs> in handy. I I do believe that if we're really if we need to fill a team. I think he's going to fill a lot of boxes on that team yeah. from leadership to being able to organize the whole darn thing. And then honestly, the last one, it, it could be anybody. The, the last one, it, it truly could be anybody. I'm going to leave that one open because there's so many people for different reasons. 
but well, uh, that's kind of what I'm, I'm I want to give you one wild card too, because I, yeah. because you were talking about people who don't necessarily like maybe some of your customers or people who don't work in the cigar industry. I want to give you a wild card. Yeah. So, cause it seems like you had somebody on deck in your mind. They were thinking yeah, of, of maybe your customer base or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we got, we got, we got a recon guy. He runs one of the largest bail bonds companies here. And oh. he's the guy. Yeah, he's the guy. He's yes. the guy. He's the guy. Yes. I mean, he's just his stories, you know, there there's so much, but he's that guy. Everybody who comes in the shop knows what I'm talking about. Um, and, and he's that guy uh, that you'd want. He's that guy, you know. I'm not I wish I could be that guy. I'm not that guy, you know, but I, he's that guy. And uh yeah, hands down. We got a few of those guys too, right? We got some 18 series that come in the shop that that could fill that that void there's several guys that that have a mix of anger and professionalism that you that you'd want in that situation well if if he's a bail bondsman he's on my list yeah. i mean those the those people have seen some shit i'm thinking like that what's that that guy with the blonde hair that oh bull, yeah dog, dog, <laughs> dog the bounty hunter i'm thinking that kind of guy when he's talking right now <laughs> I promise you, he's not that guy. <laughs> much, much scarier. Much yeah. scarier than that guy. All right. Uh, let's jump into this week's Notable Smokables, brought to us by Luciano Cigars. Notable cigars, notable passion, notable purpose. All right. So, Brett, each week, we all name a cigar that we smoked recently that was notable to us. Now, this could be a cigar that's been on the market for decades that we smoked for the first time in a long time, or a cigar that's brand new to the market that we smoked for the first time ever. Uh, so what is something you smoked recently that really caught your interest? Yeah, well, you know, recently that's new would be the Cinco de Cinco. Yes. From, from Hoy to Nicaragua. It's, it's a, it's a good blend. I'm not going to lie. It's a little on the pricey end. Uh, and I'm comfortable saying that. Right. I get this. I can say that. I feel that way. But I'll say this. It's a good smoke. You know, yeah. what they did is they took they took all the data they collected from the cigar safaris. And if you haven't been on a cigar safari, you get to go to cigar safari, you go to Hoya, you go to Drew Estate, a bunch of tobaccos are laid out in front of you. You get to try them individually. You get to from your knowledge, you get to smell them, you get to burn them, you get to put something together. And what they did is they took all that data and they analyzed that data. And what they've done is they've created, you know, a cigar with the, the, the most chosen wrapper and, and binder and fillers. And yes, they had to tweak it, right? This isn't a, a program where they got lucky and they just put them exactly in there, but they worked on it. But it's a, it's a good solid blend for the people by the people, right? And it's, it's just something that is, is new. And quite frankly, I happen to buy a lot of, so I, I, I want to sell them, but uh, they are a good, good cigar. Uh, yeah. Cinco. And, you know, again, there's a lot of cigars that fit the the aged one, right? And for me, it's a Vitola thing, right? It's the reason I have a love affair with Skip's Aquitaine Anthropology, right? I like earthy. I like yeah. earthiness. I, 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 love, I love a lot of Oscar stuff, obviously. The house Oscar makes for me is unbelievable. Yes. So for me, there's a lot of cigars, again, that I keep around. And, at, and I can't stress that enough. If you enjoy it, life is too short to not buy several and you don't have to start out with a box. You can buy three to five and always have right. them in your humidor until exactly. you can afford a box or find one. But it's just what it's about is smoking what you want. And those are the things that I want. So my answer is not anybody else's answer. As you guys know, that's why we do this. It's a great bit. 
But yeah. for me, it's 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 those those cigars, a little bit of stuff that I make or that people make for me, and it's just the people that I like smoking, right? And the stuff I like to smoke. Yeah, uh, Raul, you're notable this week. Mine is a cigar coming out of Wisconsin, Green Bay. Oh, Green Bay. Oh, it's oh. called it's called the Lovely. Okay, but it's his new release, and it's called. It's the number one six two, and it's named after uh, the union that started making cigars. It has a unique flavor. Yeah, I couldn't put it down. I smoked it to the nub, and I was very impressed with it. And uh, yeah, that's my that's my very cool. It's the one uh, with the green green label. Justin, what about you this week? Um, this week I think the my most notable for the week was. Um, the dissident soapbox that I had. From oh yeah, event like two or three years ago. I'm yeah. Like, oh, grab that one today. Yeah, it was good. It was it's even better with age. So yeah, nice. I have a I have a couple of them old but old ones. Yeah, I was, that's, I was cool with them before them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This we is drove. Yeah, yeah, we drove out to uh, out to the Midwest to visit a few shops. Like I needed to see Christian Hudson there in Springfield. Just yeah. for him, him and his wife. Like I had heard about it. And I was like, I'm going out there. I want to visit the Outlaw Boys. Uh, cause I, I, there's a lot of respect there. They're doing their thing. And, and I stopped and, and, and saw them dissident boys, that shop they had that was on that golf course, like the golf course pulled right up. It was silly, but I, I got in the dissident limo. They're good guys. Um, and I don't know too much about the new, the new owners, but yeah, the old, I, the old guys, that well, I have, good people. I have one left yeah. of the original, the old, dissident block okay yeah in the, is, the lancero this size is the soapbox from back then before sending them took over so it was the last one of the last events before they took over at, at ramsey when i met you i think around then yeah, yeah. well that was yeah. still that yeah. was still when ben holt had it so yeah. that was okay. still like the new oh, okay got you yeah yeah yeah. but yeah. back in the day like yeah. uh when uh gordon and i don't remember God, i don't remember the other guy's name but yeah, yeah when they had it yeah uh, I, people, I, by the, way. the the new the yeah and gordon's super cool guy mm. But the, the, I mean, I love the new cigars too, yeah, but yeah. the the old blends, they were just different blends, Okay. but they were still really, really good blends. Nice. I have one left of the, the block. Like it's sort of like a Lancero, like a long Lonsdale. It's yeah. not really like a 38 ring gauge. Yeah. It's like a box press 42 or something like that, but legit, super good cigar. Yeah. I have one left of my humidor that I'm saving. You know, it's, it's, it's interesting because those guys were some of the first to bring in that, that pop culture. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. That, that you that you see a lot with like with Pravada right now, uh, you know, what, and what he's doing. It was, you know, it, if if you looked at what they were doing with the gaming look, and it was really it was unique. Uh, well, not unique, but you get what I'm saying. It was it was unique in the oh, sense totally. of bringing that that uh, uh, my age pop culture yeah. to to the industry. I mean, it was a cool concept where the foot band says press start, and then when you're done smoking it, you take off the main band, and on the back of the main band it says game over. <laughs> it was cool. It was yeah. fun. It, you know, I like that. Right. I actually, I'm going to put our in-studio uh, friends on the spot. Dax, something you smoked recently that you liked a lot. The Red Meat Lovers Club? Red Meat Lovers. Red Meat Lovers. Red Meat Lovers. No? John. Is he awake? John, wake up. <laughs> I, uh, I had a room one-on-one. Room on a one twelve. Okay. Yeah. Was that yeah. the perfecto? Or the that was that was the perfecto, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 yeah that's just I still the the new one, the fourteenth. 
I, love I cannot stop smoking those. I cannot oh, stop smoking yeah. them. They're so Honestly, good. Honestly, I have not. I have not had, and I carry boot. I just, Incredible I've so cigar. Consumed with the end of the year being what it yeah. is for me that I haven't really dove into. You need that. To, yet, so. You need to smoke one tomorrow, brother. That, that fourteen. That fourteen is incredible. What is uh? What's your notable smoke? So my there, notable was was a, a lovely gift from you. So you went to La Zona Palooza, uh, with uh, Hector and Jack and all the all the wonderful people at Espinosa Cigars, mm-hmm. and Hector uh threw a bundle of ten year old six hundred one green labels at you. I'll bring you one. And I the the cellophane was like the color of of. A hooker's asshole. <laughs> yes, it was. Oh, no, but it was that, that no. Cello, that, I still the have cello, the cello. I kept the cello. The, ce- the cellophane. Like the the cellophane was the darkest brown cellophane I've ever seen on a cigar. It looked like it was fake. It did look yeah, like it was fake. fake but, it it looked, was. Uh, but the cigar. I mean, we smoked it pregame yeah. uh, when we had Hector and Jack on the show a couple weeks ago, and the after 10 years that cigar still had so much spice and depth of flavor it was ridiculous yeah we smoked them so, last week yeah they were on the show three weeks ago right man oh, some yeah. of their initial stuff was yeah. Brutal. yeah yeah brutal strong brutal strong. Yeah. yeah incredible just it still had bite to it and everything 10 yeah. years old it still had a fucking nice bite to it it really did i'll bring you one in uh april yeah i'm okay i'm okay <laughs> <laughs> i said i'll bring you one in april <laughs> You will smoke it and you will like it. <laughs> I've, I've been to the factory, man. They're good people. They're welcoming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got good this stuff. stairwell that you got to be careful at, man. If you're above five eight and you walk up this stairwell, you you got to crunch in to get out to the to the patio. It's a heck of a time. I'm 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 used to I'm used to ducking, getting under yeah. doorways. It's okay. Yep. All right, so that was this week's Notable Smokables brought to us by Luciano Cigars, improving lives through fine cigars. Visit LucianoCigars.com to learn more. All right, guys, we have some coming attractions to let you know about in the next few weeks on How About That Cigar Live. Those are brought to us by our friends at A.J. Fernandez. Born and raised in Cuba, A.J. Fernandez now produces unparalleled premium cigars in Esteli, Nicaragua. The A.J. Fernandez portfolio of cigars provides blend strength and flavor profiles to match the preferences of any premium cigar consumer. Whether it's New World, Dias de Gloria, San Latano, Enclave, or Bayas Artes, you are sure to be satisfied with a premium cigar from AJ Fernandez. All right, guys, next week on November 20th, we have none other than Jeremiah Mirafel from the family that grows and produces this fantastic Cameroon tobacco. Uh, and where will he be at? Uh, I think he's going to be, honestly, I don't know. It'll be cool to find out when he's on the show. So I don't know where he's going to be coming to us from, but, uh, it's going to be a good time. Um, and then on November 27th, closing out the month of November, uh, as Raul mentioned already, we have Mike from lovely cigars, uh, based right there in beautiful, Green Bay, Wisconsin. I don't know about that. Packers stuff that night, huh? Yeah, I'll be wearing my Packers gear that night. You know, definitely. I got to represent, but, you know, even though my team sucks right now, I'm still going to represent. You know, it's all good. Uh, Brett, man, thank you so much for being on the show. If you would, please give our listeners and viewers an idea where is the best place for them to keep up with everything going on with tobaccology. Uh, interwebs, uh, social media interwebs, best place. Uh, IG is what we have the most fun with, trying to be us, put on a show, 
We share that to Facebook, obviously. Uh, like many folks, we have our own little group called Tobacology Worldwide. Yes, it's a play on on uh, Prestige Worldwide, just to be fun. It's a good time. We, we obviously the website tobaccology.com, but uh, if you have anything you want or you're you're curious, follow us on those. Uh, we do mo- put most of our events up on Facebook events, and we do have you know we can get you on email lists and things like that. But for the most part, the social media webs is place that tobaccology everything. I yeah. got it all. When uh, and tell us about. I'm going to beat it again. The boil. It is in April. Yeah. So the best time to have a crawfish boil you learn when you get into this world is a month where there is an R in the middle of the word or the, the, the name of the, of the month. For example, January, February, March, April. Those are the best months. So we have tried this in March and April and it's sleeted one year. So we moved it to the absolute last Saturday of april every year uh so you can count on it clockwork rain or shine last saturday we do tents and all that there's plenty of hotels around the area if you're coming in from out of town all are welcome and uh, we'll have some fun that's it come on we should we should be recovered by pca uh yeah 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 yeah, we'll be recovered we'll be there too so it'll be easier (laughs) this year than next year because you never anything can happen down in in louisiana brother Mm -hmm. oh yeah next year that's a whole other ball of wax that i gotta (sighs) i gotta work out one of these days soon but uh (laughs) no man thank brett brother we had a blast tonight with you on the show man thank you so much brother happy you happy you decided to do the show Absolutely. And listen, I appreciate what you guys are doing and you're making it fun. And I want you to know that uh, we're watching. Thank right? you. I mean, that, I mean that. And it's fun to see the growth that's happened and keep it, keep it genuine. Keep it you. Keep it real. And uh, and and above all else, have fun with it. What you guys yeah. are doing because it matters and it shows. Right. Just keep having fun. And, and thank you for doing the Hidden Gems series. This is big for, for us small shop owners because it's hard. It's hard, you know, with the, the level of advertising we can and can't do, it's it's hard to get it out there. So I, again, thank you very much for my whole team, everybody, you know, Prem and and, and Plumber and, and all the boys and all the girls that come in the shop. We appreciate you. Yeah. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. So for all our viewers and listeners, guys, thank you so much for watching How About That Cigar Live. Whether you're on YouTube or Facebook, take just a minute, click on all those beautiful buttons, the subscribe button, the like button. It really does make a difference for us, and we thank you guys so much for it. If you're listening on the audio podcast, make sure to give us a big, fat, beautiful five-star rating because that also makes a big difference for us, and we really do appreciate it. If you have questions for any of us, you can email us on the website, howaboutthatcigar.com. Be sure to follow us on all your favorite social media outlets. On all those, you'll find us at HBT Cigar. And, of course, until we see you guys next time, burn cigars. Not bridges. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Any comments, opinions, viewpoints, or statements presented or uttered by guests on the HBTC podcast, HBTC live video streams, and all other media from HBT Media LLC are solely those of the individual and do not necessarily represent the opinions or viewpoints of How About That Cigar or its parent company, HBT Media LLC, any of our advertising partners, or the premium cigar industry. The primary purpose of How About That Cigar is to entertain and to encourage activity and growth within the community of people who enjoy or want to learn about the enjoyment of premium premium cigars.
Any comments, opinions, viewpoints, or statements presented or uttered by guests on the HBTC podcast, HBTC live video streams, and all other media from HBT Media LLC are solely those of the individual and do not necessarily represent the opinions or viewpoints of How About That Cigar or its parent company, HBT Media LLC, any of our advertising partners, or the premium cigar industry. The primary purpose of How About That Cigar is to entertain and to encourage activity and growth within the community of people who enjoy or want to learn about the enjoyment of premium cigars.